0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to this week's episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, for those who are avid followers and who normally listen into the show every single Monday when we normally launch an episode, I do apologize for being a couple of days late with this week's episode, but I do have a good reason why. See, I've spent the last four days in Sydney at the International Happiness and Its Causes Conference, which brings together experts from all around the world on how human beings, how we can flourish and thrive in life and live happy lives full of well-being. So we heard some from, from some amazing people and one of the most amazing, of course, was the Dalai Lama. So His Holiness actually did a live stream in uh, and we managed to ask him questions and get to know more But what was a common theme that occurred throughout the whole four days, learning from these amazing psychologists, um, monks, uh, people who've had near death experiences, previous Australians of the Year, these amazing, remarkable individuals, was this sense of uh, meditation and mindfulness. Uh, now, you're probably already familiar with these terms. I mean, meditation and mindfulness, although it's been around for literally thousands of years in Eastern culture, has really taken the Western world by storm, probably in the last decade. Um, I was reading one article that said we're now in Mick Mindfulness time, you know, everyone is promoting mindfulness it's basically the happy meal of our modern era and the reason that is, is there's so much science and research now backing up meditation and mindfulness, you know, it's proving all of these physical, emotional and mental well-being outcomes that are associated with practicing meditation and mindfulness, It's, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, some of the Uh, great things that come from meditation and mindfulness practice, decreased risk of depression and anxiety, lowered stress, lower risk of heart attack uh, and stroke. But then on the flip side, on the positive side, we're also a lot more grateful, a lot happier. We rate our lives as a lot more successful and fulfilled. We have higher self-esteem and self-confidence when we practice mindfulness regularly. Um, And I, I, I do mean that when I say it in terms of practicing mindfulness regularly. You know, it's, not, it's It's like the gym, right? You can't go to the gym and do one workout every blue moon and hope that you're going to be fit. It's much the same as mindfulness. You can't meditate once and then expect it to just work wonders and all of a sudden you're magically feeling amazing. No, this is a practice. That's why they call it mindfulness practice. It's ongoing. Uh, now, the good news is if you're someone who's tried meditation or mindfulness before and thought, this isn't for me, uh, I can't get this, this is so frustrating, it's rubbish, I hear you and I understand you. I was much the same for the first year or so of trying meditation. I just couldn't seem to get the hang of it until the light bulb went off. And that light bulb happened because I started looking into a lot of the myths of mindfulness and meditation. So... Look, this week's episode is going to be a little bit different to normal because what we're going to do is in the next segment, I'm going to run you through the myths of mindfulness meditation and help you overcome those so ideally your light bulb comes on too and you can begin practicing this if you're an absolute newbie. If you're someone who has practiced meditation and mindfulness before, I still think you'll get a lot of value out of finding those myths and making sure that you don't buy into them at any stage in your own practice. But then the part I'm really excited about with this episode is we're going to spend the rest of the episode, I'm actually going to record some guided meditations for you. So little three to five minute meditations on certain topics and feelings so that you can tap into them whenever you need them. You can put the headphones in if you're on the way to work or just before going to bed. I'll guide you through some meditations because I found when I was first practicing mindfulness meditation, just having someone prompt me through it and guide me was incredibly, incredibly valuable. So I'm going to do that for you guys. We're going to do five different meditations. And as I said, you can jump into whichever one works for you. You can do all of them. It's entirely up to you. So with all that said, let's jump into the myths of mindfulness. So as I mentioned just before, you may be someone who's tried mindfulness meditation before and thought, this is rubbish. It's not for me. And trust me, I was the same. I struggled with it for so long. And a lot of that came down to believing these myths about mindfulness meditation. Now, the first one is that the whole point of meditation is to empty your mind and empty your head and not think anything. I'm going to tell you straight away that that is physically impossible. We have this massive, chunky bit at the front of our brain called the prefrontal cortex, and its entire job is to think about the future. Its entire job is to come up with thoughts. Like, our brain is an active, meaning-making machine. It's thinking all the time. Even the thought, don't think of anything, is a thought. And I used to find myself trying to practice meditation... And I'd be mid-meditation, I'd be thinking, okay, don't think of anything, don't think of anything, oh fuck, I'm still thinking of something, oh my god, now I'm thinking about thinking, holy shit, what's wrong with me, why am I so shit at this? And I'd just get frustrated and stop, I'd give up. Um, And then I watched this amazing video by this incredible Buddhist monk, and said, the point of meditation isn't to empty the mind, it's not possible, rather it's to bring our awareness to what's going on in our mind, to create this deeper understanding of ourselves, So it's a way to go within and start looking introspectively at what's going on for us, how we're actually feeling, what we're actually thinking, what's really going on inside of ourselves. And that changed my meditation practice for life. It was phenomenal. Suddenly, I could actually appreciate those thoughts that were coming in. I could understand them. I could study them. I could make more sense of the mess that was within my own head. And I know if you're listening, you've probably, uh, you, you probably resonate with that. And you've had moments where you go, wow, my head is so messy. How am I ever meant to understand this? Well, this is where meditation helps. It slows down all that mess. It slows down the racing thoughts and you can actually understand what's going on. It's quite powerful. Now, the second myth of meditation I alluded to just a moment ago, and that is that we're meant to always be present. You know, you open social media these days, and everyone's saying all of your worries and problems come from thinking about the past and the future. If you just remain present, you'll always be happy. Um... Now, they've got a point in the sense that, yes, if we think about the past with regret or blame, we're going to feel bad. If we think about the future with fear, or we think of a negative outcome in the future that leads to anxiety and stress and worry, of course we're not going to like those feelings, and we don't have those feelings when we focus on the present. But if we were to just live in the present, we would also never experience uh, gratitude for things that have already happened in our past. We'd never experience excitement about things that are going to happen in the future. See, yes, there's these painful states of emotion in the past and future uh, in terms of how we think, but there's also really beautiful states there too that we can really enjoy and appreciate, and we'd be robbing ourselves of those if we could always live in the present, which the other point of this is it's physically impossible to. It is not possible to 100% live in the present. It's actually not a thing that human beings can do you know, we're designed to be able to think about the past. We're designed to be able to think about the future. Um, it's why we are able to create things from our imagination. We're the only species on earth that we know of that can do that. That can think about the future and plan and uh, create new things that didn't exist before. We have an imagination and let's use it. It's phenomenal. So when we put the pressure on ourselves to be like, that's all only be present, well, then we're just going to be stressed and upset with ourselves when we're not, which is what's going to happen because, as I said, that's what we're biologically designed to do. And The third myth of, of meditation that I really don't want you guys to fall into is that you have to look like an Instagram famous model to do it. Like, you have to sit cross-legged in your tights and your sports bra, shirt off, underneath a waterfall, surrounded by nature. Now, don't get me wrong. If you can do that and if you do it, awesome, beautiful, enjoy it, have fun with it, but you don't have to. You know, meditation doesn't have to be this rigorous, I'm going to sit here cross-legged and hum for 30 minutes to an hour. You can meditate any moment of any day. You can even meditate for five seconds just by bringing your awareness back to what's going on for you internally and how you're feeling. I'm going to teach you a few ways to do that at the start of our meditation practices. So, Please 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 as you go into these practices over the rest of this episode as you practice meditation as you practice mindfulness because we know there's so many benefits to it uh psychologically and physically I really strongly urge you to sit or lie however the hell you want you don't you can do it in bed you can do it on the floor who cares like just however's comfortable get in that position personally I lie on my back on the ground like I don't think there's a right or wrong way to position yourself during meditation Uh, Please don't think that you have to stay present the whole time. It's not possible. And please don't think that you have to have no thoughts whatsoever. Thoughts are going to come up. Inevitably during these meditation practices, you're probably going to start thinking about what you're going to do for dinner or what you've got on over the next couple of days. And that's fine. Just notice it, appreciate it, and come back to center. And as I say, I'm going to be guiding you through how to do that anyway. So I hope that these myths of uh, meditation and mindfulness have really helped you understand and appreciate that meditation mindfulness isn't actually all that hard. It's a great thing to practice and it's really accessible. You know, it's, based, it's, it's free. It is the best happy pill in the world and it's free. We just need to practice it. So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to start our first guided meditation, which is going to be on the topic of self compassion. Enjoy. Welcome to the first meditation practice of this episode. As I said, the topic of this first meditation is going to be self-compassion. Being able to have understanding, forgiveness, appreciation and acceptance for ourselves. We have a saying here at BU, to be flawsome. Which is recognizing that, yes, we have flaws, we have shortcomings, we have weaknesses, we have limitations... But it's those that contribute to us being individuals. It's those that contribute to you being you. Which is pretty awesome. So say, you know, accept yourself, appreciate yourself for your strengths, for your limitations, for everything that you are, and just be Flawsome. So as we move into this practice, I'll invite you to take any position that feels comfortable to you. you can be sitting, lying down, whatever feels right. And when you're ready, you can just gently close your eyes. As we close the eyes, one of the best ways to bring ourselves back to present and to begin meditation is to become aware of our breath. Sometimes I find it handy to place a hand on my tummy and make sure that my stomach's moving with my breath. Too often we go through day-to-day life breathing only into our chest and we never actually fill up our lungs and get the oxygen that our body and brain requires. So breathing deeply down into the stomach, moving the hand, and as we let it out, we let it out with almost a sigh. Breathing in, and breathing out, noticing that as we breathe out, the tension in the muscles melts away. Breathing in, try and lengthen those breaths, take it out to four seconds in. And as we breathe out, just let the body relax. Let the mind and muscles become at ease. Feel yourself sinking deeper into the chair or into the ground. Repeat this process as many times as you need. And If your mind begins to wander or you start thinking of other things that are coming up, maybe thinking of the day ahead. Just thank your brain for for thinking that. It's trying to look out for you. And just gently bring your attention back to that breath. Breathing in for four seconds. Holding for two. Breathing out for four seconds. As you repeat this, you'll notice a sense of calm and ease wash over you. And from that place of peaceful clarity, I'll just invite you to become aware of how you respond to a friend, a close friend, when they come to you and there's something that they're worried about, you know, they're worried that they're not good enough, or they're worried about their body image, they're worried about screwing up at work. What would you say to comfort them? And how would you say it? What tone would you use? How would you hold your body? And how would you feel as you looked after your friend because it's likely that feeling is compassion and as you allow that feeling to come up in your body I'll invite you to just extend it to yourself allow it to spread throughout your torso, your arms, your legs up your neck into your head and mind and as you do allow that feeling of compassion to wash over you accepting yourself for everything that you are, recognising that you are an unrepeatable miracle of the universe and as you allow that feeling to sink in I'm just going to give you a minute or so to enjoy this feeling There's going to be a light bell sound when it's time to open your eyes and come back to the room. But for now, just enjoy the feeling of self-compassion. Welcome back. How did that feel? If that was your first time ever practicing meditation, just take a moment to recognize how it felt for you. Do you have any struggles or difficulties, or did it feel really nice? Remember we said in the intro of this episode that meditation is a practice. It's like any other skill, it takes time to develop. So with that said, we're going to move on to the next meditation. You're more than welcome to join us for all of these. Or well, if you feel that you've got what you wanted. I invite you to carry on with your day and carry that sense of self-compassion with you. So welcome to the second guided meditation of this podcast episode. Now, if you are an absolute beginner, if you've never meditated before, I do highly recommend that you listen to the first recording first on self-compassion, because I do a bit more of an in-depth guide at the start on how to begin meditating, how to bring your awareness to the present moment, and to start your meditation practice. So as I said, if you've never practiced meditation before, please do listen to that one first. But the purpose of this meditation will be a nice little short three to five minute meditation, To help you with self-confidence, I highly recommend listening to this before any situation that requires you to feel confident in yourself. So why don't we get into it? As always, I'll invite you to take whatever position feels right to you, to allow yourself to be comfortable, and to just gently close your eyes. And
1: as you close your
0: eyes... Take a moment to just turn your attention to your breath and find that place of calm, peaceful clarity. You'll know it when you find it. It'll just feel right. Feel the weights and stresses of the day leave you behind and allow yourself to become fully focused and present in your mind and in your body, as you are and where you are. And as you find that place, I will invite you to just find a memory, a moment, doesn't matter how long ago or how recent, where you were, what you were doing, Just find a memory where you felt truly confident in yourself. And as you find that memory, just step into it. See what you saw at the time, hear what you heard, think what you were thinking, and feel what you were feeling. And notice that as you do this, that feeling of self-confidence begins to arise in your mind and in your body in the present moment. Let's take a moment to allow that confidence to build. And then ask yourself, how do you hold yourself when you're confident? How do you stand? How do you walk? How do you approach people? What words do you use? How's your tone of voice? How do you speak? How do you breathe when you're confident? And as you become aware of these little traits of confidence for you, I invite you to just collect them up, tuck them away in your back pocket for use when you need them most. Notice that as you've done that, That feeling of self-confidence has continued to grow and continued to rise. I'm just going to give you a minute or so to think whatever it is you need to think, to do whatever it is you feel you need to do, to build that sense of self-confidence to a 10 out of 10. Slowly, as you feel ready, you can begin opening your eyes and coming back to the room. That concludes our guided meditation on self-confidence. I hope you enjoy your day and you carry that sense of self-confidence through with you to use when you need it most. So in this guided meditation, I'm going to take you through a process that I call the perfect day. It's an amazing process I learned recently while studying positive psychology up in Brisbane. And it's such a powerful meditation practice to just set a vision and a sense of purpose for yourself and your life. So by now, I imagine you've done the first two meditations. With each meditation on this episode, they're going to get a little bit less guided. So I'll give you a moment to get into it, to ready yourself for this meditation practice. As you settle in to the present moment, whether you do that by focusing on how the ground feels or the chair feels, whether you do it by focusing on your breath, just take a moment to enjoy now, this pure moment of beauty, wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're traveling or you're doing this at home, just settle in. And as you do, I will invite you to cast your mind forward 10 years into your future. 10 years from today. And as you do that, I want you to recognize that the day you're seeing 10 years from now is your perfect day. If you could design your dream day, this is the day that you're seeing and experiencing throughout this meditation practice. How do you start your day? What time do you wake up? What do you do first thing in the morning on your perfect day? What can you see? can you feel? What can you hear? What can you smell? Who are you there with? Who's around you? Is there someone in particular? Is there a group of people? Is there no one? Just take a moment to step through this day, hour by hour, moment by moment. What do you spend your day doing on your perfect day ten years from now? Where are you? Who are you doing these activities with? Allow yourself to fully experience them in this moment. See the activity. see what you're doing on this perfect day. Hear it, feel it. Continue through to midday, through to the afternoon, all the way through to the evening, and to dinner. take a moment to really appreciate how beautiful this perfect day is and as you do that become aware of the things that came through as themes were you socialising a lot of the day were you doing work that was meaningful to you that had purpose were you exercising were you looking after your health what are the themes of your perfect day and as you notice those themes as you find them Recognize how much meaning and purpose they have to you. Because the final part of this meditation is to set the intention to bring those themes, those practices, those foundations of your perfect day into each and every day with you. So as you slowly open your eyes and you come back to the room. that intention of bringing some of those themes of a perfect day with you because what you'll realise is that with the right intention, with the right focus and with the right actions you can make any day into your perfect day. This is the second last meditation practice of this episode and it's actually going to be the last one I'm going to guide you on because in the final meditation practice coming up I'm going to give you the space and the freedom to practice without my guide and without my prompts. So this last guided meditation is going to be about gratitude. There's so much research around the benefits of gratitude and what it can do for us physically, emotionally, mentally. So as always, take whatever position feels right to you, and just slowly turn your attention to your breath, and to the present moment Allowing the stress, the tension to melt away as you sink in. I'll invite you to take a moment, just become aware of someone or something in your life that you are incredibly grateful for. I mean, it's a loved one, friend, a family member. Maybe it's yourself. Daniel, you are so appreciative of and so thankful for. And as you focus on them, just let that feeling of gratitude arise in your body. That it spread through the torso, the arms, the legs, the hands, the feet, up the neck and into your head and your mind. And as it does, just begin thinking of what else you're grateful for in your life. So often we take things for granted. You're grateful for your body. You're grateful for your health. For your home. You're grateful for the money that comes into your life that you're able to use. I'm grateful for loved ones. I'm grateful for yourself. For the next two minutes, just allow that feeling of gratitude to spread and flow all through you. And even without you, filling the room that you're in. With this sense of deep gratitude and appreciation for yourself, for others, and for life as a whole. And as you do that, take the next minute or so. To fill your mind and your awareness with as many people and as many things, as many memories and situations. That you're deeply grateful for. if your attention starts to wander just bring it back to that gratitude for the last few moments now This final meditation practice of this podcast episode, I'm actually not going to guide you through it. I'm going to give you the space and the freedom to explore whatever comes up for yourself. So for the next five minutes, there'll just be some nice music in the background and I encourage you to begin practicing yourself. You know, this podcast episode was set up to slowly guide you into practicing meditation on your own, so that you can take full advantage of its benefits each and every day. So with that said, enjoy this final meditation practice of this episode. Welcome to the end of this week's episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. I trust that you got a lot out of that and I really do hope that you continue your meditation and mindfulness practice from here. I know personally I found it to be so beneficial in my life and then to spend the last four days with the likes of the Dalai Lama and learning from these amazing people and having all of them say that meditation and mindfulness is so beneficial and we can't argue with the results anymore. So please do feel free to come back and visit this episode as many times as you would like. To use those guided meditations as often as you would please. I'll be seeing you very, very shortly on the next episode. And until then, as always, be empowered, be exceptional, be you.